ever in-person podcast. I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. Um, it's an honor and a privilege to be in the It Just Works studios and um, um, happy to see it come together. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'd love to know why you sound a million times better than me. There we go. I just fixed it. Oh, you sound fantastic now. <laughs> I sound a lot better now. Um, yeah, this is crazy to see you. I sound so much better now. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't have an ear for you. to Now I can hear you through my headphones even better now. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, uh, as you can tell, that we've done an in-person podcast, but I feel like I do sound a lot better. I like the way I sound. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Uh, yeah, it's the first in-person <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's really cool to just kind of sit face to face and shoot the shit. Uh, just a little too loud there. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking cool, man. Uh, thank you for coming out. You know, uh, it's funny. You just got done living out here and now I move out here. So it's like, <laughs> that's kind of been funny since day one. Since like I told you I was moving and you're like, dude, I literally just fucking moved down the street from you. And I'm like, uh, sorry, dude. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, that normally probably doesn't happen with most people, but, uh, in general, how has life been since you were on the podcast? It's been a week and a half now. About a week and a half. But yeah, it's funny that you say that, though, because it is weird how I, I don't hear many other friend groups or friends say like, oh, yeah, I, you know, it's not a situation you hear about a lot where you swap cities. <laughs> yeah. So like at least t- twice in a row. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Two or three times in a row. Yep, yeah. Yep. So that's pretty funny. But, um, but yeah, dude, I've been good. Uh, I've been taking a little bit of a mental health break from after graduating my cybersecurity boot camp. Um, getting ready to go see my dad, who just beat um, cancer. So it's been really nice to see him. And his birthday's coming up on the 17th. Well, congrats to him. That's fucking awesome. I know he's been that, battling that for what, like a year, year and a half, almost two years? Almost two years, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny. He moved out to, he went to a different state, and the doctors out in that state actually caught it, rather than the doctors in California who were just like, "Now nah, you're fine." Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of worrisome, you know, California doctors. It, again, it's a it's a it's a fringe case. Like it's it's a, yeah, it's a case by case basis. But yeah. you know, unfortunately, I do hear situations where people went to someone else and like, no, this is pretty fucking serious. Who was your doctor beforehand? So it does kind of suck to have that situation happen uh well besides the vacation and the mental health break after you know putting in the grind for uh you know the class you just got done your boot your boot camp um what video games have you been playing so i've been playing resident evil 4 okay follow up i like it oh the remake dude i'm about 11 chapters in and um it's completely different from what i remember resident evil 4 to be um you know, the, the movements are, are really big and different, like how you can move and aim at the same time now. Um, they changed a lot of the different, uh, like, sections in the game. Like, what where the part I am in the game right now, which is, like, an underground area, like, they completely revamped it and okay. reordered some of the bosses. So it made it, like, a really fresh experience because I was, like, I literally, I remember playing this game you know, dozens of times, uh, you know, earlier in my life and, and now I'm playing it remade and it's completely throw me for a loop. I didn't know what to expect next. Um, and they even changed like a couple character deaths too from the original, like they kind of mm-hmm. modified them 
It's like one person gets killed by a different guy instead of the way he did originally. Um, the game just looks a million times better than the original. Oh, yeah. The original just looks terrible now. It looks too arcadey, where this one actually feels like a full-fledged AAA game. Mm-hmm. Not that it wasn't back in the day, because obviously, you know, you played it dozens of times, and so many other people, you know, uh, till this day, it's still probably regarded as the best Resident Evil game of all time, mm-hmm. uh, right next to Village and probably uh, uh, Biohazard, or yeah, Biohazard 7. So 7 and yeah. 8 are also kind of up there in that echelon of like really good games. Not that I can really get into them. I don't like the first person mode. Um, yeah, uh, that's pretty sick. It's awesome because we were literally just talking about that. You know, your experience with Dead Space, the remake. And I was like, well, he's clearly going to probably move on to Resident Evil 4. So that's awesome that you did. Uh, I would love to play it, but I think it's just going to come to Game Pass. So I'm going to wait. But it's different for you. It's obviously a really solid game that, you know, you can enjoy and get your hands on. It's a single player experience. So you can play it at your, you know, your own will and you know, at your own leisure, essentially, and have fun with that. So that's really cool. Yeah. Because um, now as we get older, and I know for me, I can speak for myself, like these multiplayer games are just kind of really tough to kind of get involved with, like, you know, like Destiny 2, I think of that game. It's hard to keep up. Yeah, I right? just I just don't have, like, the energy to keep up either, though. Like, you know, I can only dedicate so much of the keeping up energy to certain games, like, you know, Monster Hunter, Halo, um I wish it wasn't that way. <laughs> I'd love for like a map pack to come out on Halo and it's like, all right, cool. I played the content. Like, I'll see you guys later. Like, I'm cool. The season passed, but like in terms of the events and stuff, like, eh. wish the game was just done, you know, so I could just play it whenever I want. Now, do you wish it was done like and they would still come out with battle passes like beyond seasons or do you want them to give up like events like those, those like one, two week long events, like um, uh, what was it called? The tech, tech, the, the fracture events, fracture you know, event. the, the Tenrai. Tenrai. There we go. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's tough cause they're cool, but the rewards aren't cool enough. Like some of them, they are like some of them, like the 10 tier event pass is really fucking fun and it's all free. Um, but I do kind of just miss the days of just getting a map pack and just playing with people on those maps. Um, but once again, it was just kind of tough with Halo being in a weird spot because now I just kind of want to play PvE. Like, kind of wish there was just campaign content. Um, I'm just at the point now where I really just want to experience the story and the lore of Halo and like what they do with it because it's kind of in a good spot again to create some really good stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just kind of tough. It's a little tough on that one. But uh, I think that I think if the events were better, it would be different. Like, I'd be more. Um, accepting of it or um, happy to approach it, I guess you would say. Um, but, you know, they're good. You know, Monster Hunter Rise has, you know, Monster Hunter has really good events, crossover events, um, maybe crown-sized monsters, tiny or giant, or just really good rewards for completing certain quests. So, like, oh, I hate fighting that monster or I've fought him so many times. Oh, there's a new gimmick or there's brand new gear or items I can get from doing it. So when you have stuff like that, it really incentivizes you to come back in a meaningful way. And I'm kind of cool with it. I just feel like a lot of games out there getting stale. Not that Destiny 2 doesn't incentivize, by the way. I'm just saying, like, it just doesn't do enough for me to want to come back. And that's just the the only game I can think of besides, like, Apex, I guess. Apex has gotten stale as fuck. Um, I just think Battle Royales are really cool, but can only last so long, you know? Yeah. Um. But I, I, I'll go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. You're in. Have I'm you tried the uh, Modern Warfare's DMZ? 
Yeah, I really liked it because I just wandered around and played my own world. I, you know, I kind of just had my own experience where I sometimes ran into a player and fucking murked them. <laughs> um, but I do like the idea because, like, the only reason why I play Call of Duty, if I do, it's because I want to feel the closest thing to a simulation of using these firearms. Yeah, because I don't own them in real life. You know, I don't, I don't go to shooting ranges or anything. I don't own them. So to be able to like hop on Call of Duty and play DMZ mode have that pve experience but also potentially run into players is really fucking thrilling especially if you i i go in by myself unless i'm you know obviously if we were to play we could play with each other or uh jared you know i play with him like once or twice and uh it's very tactical quiet got in got out killed everyone without them even knowing like yeah there's there's i don't hate call of duty like there's definitely a lot of fun to have there um i know those new raids are out too so they're like the special ops raids oh no shit yeah so it's like a three-player cooperative experience where you play as uh price the arab chick and then um gaz or whatever spaz spastic i don't know i don't fucking know um uh but yeah so they're like actual like pv raids like oh, little sick. side story missions well they're actually story missions like they do continue the story of the game um so like alex from marvel for one he's in it oh okay um, so he came back um so like i think things like that are cool i just can't wrap my head around like playing too many games now yeah so i kind of just dedicate my time to games like i know i'm gonna love and it's kind of a bummer because the the podcast is also video games itself you know it's it's just working it out and video games and movies and i just can't bring myself to like play all these games because I'm, you know, that's one of the things we talked about when you're talking about Dead Space of the last episode is like actually completing them. Maybe not all the achievements, but at least you're completing the story and you experienced it and you're satisfied with your experience. You can move on to the next game. I just feel like I haven't done that with most games like Halo for sure. You know, I could technically move on from it if I wanted to. Monster Hunter Rise, you know, Sunbreak comes out in a month. Oh, it's never going to end. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little tough man um because i still have to play like metroid prime uh remastered which is a really good remaster i recommend everyone check out um excuse me uh the pokemon games i actually bought violet just to experience the violet side of things which is basically just the legendary your attire and like certain pokemon and then like the professor themselves and certain technology because one's supposed to be the future one's supposed to be the past that's right or you know leaning towards it um so I am going to play that again just because I wanted to experience the journey. But I'm going to do it differently. So Are you picking Foy Coco again? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, fuck the other starters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sprigatito is cool. And I actually like Meowscarada. But uh, nothing beats my, my little crocodilian boy. Crocodilian. Yeah, nothing beats him. Um, so like instead of... I haven't got there yet. But when I do get to like where you can kind of do whatever you want, my plan is to actually like really tackle the gems and the teams this time. Because all I did last time was completely free roam the right side of the map. So if you're like looking at the map, the whole right side, the desert and all that, I completely went through that side to and circled around to the snow mountains. And the first gym I actually beat was the eighth gym. I, I did them all completely backwards. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. It was cool. It was cool as fuck. I was still ready to go. Like I was overpowered still because my skill was ready in like the 50s. Yeah. And the eighth gym later the ice. So I was like, you're done, bitch. <laughs> and then the seventh gym leader's ghost. And that was easy as shit. Skeledurge has a shadow ball, yeah, or something like that. He has some type of ghost move that's good, isn't it? Like a signature move, Torch Song is a fire type. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it raises a special attack. That's why I'm saying, like, I know the terror types are hard to get used to, but when you actually use them constantly in battle, you're like, oh, yeah, this is sick. 
because it makes it a monotype, which makes it least uh, less weaknesses and stuff. Um, and then uh, I still have to beat Heart Gold to do a review on that. I'm on the eighth gym, but I was kind of taking a break. I'm playing through Emerald now, so I've been playing Emerald, just having fun. I don't know, and just having fun playing these Pokemon games. But I'd like to review for the podcast, so <laughs> should probably finish them eventually. Uh, honestly, if I was to sit down and do it, it wouldn't take me that long. Um, yeah, just gotta get to that point of actually sitting down and doing it. Yeah, like obviously, as I'm talking, you can tell I'm playing games. I'm just not completing anything. It's like I talked about it last time, and I haven't even touched it since. Yeah, uh, Mass Effect. I literally just had to do all the loyal missions before the suicide mission, and then I beat that game and move on to Mass Effect Three. I just haven't got to it yet. I don't know. Uh, although, you know, with Mass Effect, it's basically like playing a movie. Like I think I talk more than I actually fight, and it might be the only game in the world where I'm okay with that. Oh, because, really? Yeah, the dialogue is that good. Like the writing for that game is superb. Um, obviously there's probably a few hiccups there that could be critiqued, but, uh, for anyone listening, yeah, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, if you never played the originals, like some of the best games to ever exist and some of the best storytelling ever, um, every decision you make, every major decision you make feels like there's a real weight in the world and to your story that you have now created, um, because there's a good, you can do good decisions or bad decisions. So there is, you know, that. Um, and I think, uh, Bioware really nailed it back in the day with that trilogy. Um, so if you haven't touched it, you're missing out. Go fucking touch it. It's single player. You can do it. You can do it at your own pace. Um, it's fucking sick. And then once again, still waiting for Pokemon stadium one and two. I'm just going to probably keep saying it until it comes out and manifest that shit. Manifest the shit out of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, life's been pretty good. Uh, like I said, just enjoying the video games. And then, uh, today before we started recording, we were talking about the, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet TCG. Uh, we opened up. Well, you could talk about what you did. Let's talk about what you did before I talk about what I've done. Okay. Yeah. So I went to went to Best Buy and I picked up. Let's see. There were three of the three pack blisters, so that's nine packs. And then you wanted three extra packs, twelve. Oh shit! <laughs> you good? Yeah. <laughs> Just hit my knee on the table. Let's go, douche. Yeah, you bought six packs for yourself. I bought six packs for myself, and I bought you 13. Yeah. How did your six packs go, Brandon? Oh, they went... I mean, they 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 were okay. I mean, you know, just pulling uh, full art, secret... Uh, what is it? Is it secret rare? I don't even know what fucking rare I would is. just call it alt art. Even the Miriam's alt art. Yeah, I pulled an alt art Miriam and an alt art Miraidon. And if anybody who uh, doesn't follow the Pokemon TCG uh, know, doesn't know... Um, these cards are like the highest price cards in the set and uh, I believe that they have really low pull rates and I pulled them out of two separate uh, three pack blisters and yeah. So in a set that probably has 250 plus cards, because I'm looking at my Terratype Arcanine, it says 224 out of 198. So in a set that has over 250 cards, it takes people hundreds to maybe thousands of dollars to do uh just as lucky as I thought I got too, which I did. I didn't get the Miriam altar, but I got the full art. Um, Brandon pretty much got just as lucky. Literally six packs. He got both of those and a couple of character rares and an EX Toxic Rook. Holy shit, for six packs, that's insane. Dude, it was incredible for six packs. It, it, um, 
I definitely had an itch that needed to be scratched uh, the other day or no yesterday. After no, wait, it was yesterday. What well, no, yesterday? Oh, I about PCG <laughs> Yeah, Friday I bought two packs. I pulled the Tox Crokey X. And I, then, think, I think the itch came though. Sorry to cut you off, but I think the itch came from playing online. Yeah. You know, we were playing the team decks yesterday. Us. Yeah, and you were just having a good time, and you know, you're like, "Fuck, there's more cards in this set. I kind of want to experience." And then you fucking experience the two best ones. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking crazy, man. It makes me. It makes me want to build a Maride on deck. Yeah, which you were probably on the cusp of, anyways. I do like lightning types in the DCG. Yeah, they always have good synergy across the board. They always have really good synergy. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to make a Gyarados deck. Or, you know, the, do the Arcanine. Because I looked at the Armor Roge. Um, before we get out of TCG, before people get bored. Um, no, tell me about the Armor Roge. How would you use that in, in that deck? Its ability is... Uh, fire off as often as you would like during your turn. You may move a fire energy from one of your benched Pokemon to your active Pokemon. That's so, really good with Magma Basin. Yeah, so with a Stadium, I can just charge everyone up and then have him on the bench and move it around. Yeah, that's good. And with Arcanine only needing three energy, and then if you got that Charizard burn brightly from Pokemon Go, that's only two energy Arcanine needs. That's pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. So there's massive synergy there. And the thing is, too, like, oh, until the fuck, all my cards just went flying. <laughs> fuck. Ew, um, it's, you sounded French for a second. Yeah. Oh, uh, I can't do it again. Oh, le fuck. Uh, oh, le, le chunk. Um, oh, good old Lechonk. It's Lechonk. We were reporting live uh, with Lechonk Week fully. Yeah. Uh, it's Lechonk Spotlight Week. Enabled. Um, <laughs> just throw it. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, if you were to have two of the Arcanines, you can literally just keep dumping the Magma Basin energies on Arcanine because his first attack is Raging Claws. So it's 30 damage plus 10 more damage for each damage counter you have on this Pokemon. Yeah. So you can literally build up a second Arcanine if someone can't snipe it or boss orders it. Well, that's the thing about sniping is the terror typing. They can't take damage on the bench. Son of a bitch. See, that's a good deck. Son of a bench. Son of a bench. But I was trying to only use Scarlet and Violet cards, so the Charizard won't probably come into play or Magma Basin. Same with Magma Basin, yeah. yeah. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I'll go fuck myself. Um, don't, so be, yeah. don't be a purist. Just follow the meta. <laughs> I, I know, right? Uh, so, yeah, that's the TCG right now. Um, yeah, I opened up about probably three and a quarter worth of box booster boxes. And I've honestly completed some of the best cards in the set. Like, I'm not that far away. I probably need at least, uh, like, 10, maybe 12 more full arts. And only one of them is, like, 80 bucks, which is the Coridon alt art. And then the gold cards are probably inexpensive. Wait, Coridon's only 35 the alt art yeah it's gone down that much it's gone down that much i might just buy that bitch today to be honest just do it yeah well yeah i mean it's already so cheap um but yeah so yeah that's the book one tcg definitely uh check it out if you haven't yet um i add us on pokemon tcg live my username is side 9117 and brandon yours is my my username on tcg live is brandor that's b-r-a-n-d zero r literally no one's probably going to add us because no one listening plays it but if you do and you want to play us hit us up yeah absolutely you can hit us up on instagram as well i'll accept any challenge yeah oh my god guys um yeah oh. so uh we were going to do the Jurassic Park 30th anniversary. 
Um, I'm not ready yet. I think I just want to watch it fully on like a big screen TV and take notes. Brandon wasn't able to watch it before. Even though we've seen it a million times, I, I can, can probably talk about it. We can storyboard it out right here on this podcast. Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, Eric just watched it still and he wasn't on the podcast. So I don't like to like do it and then do it again with him separately. Like I'd rather just all of us do it. Yeah, so all three of us here would be good. Yeah, I think we'll probably do that before. He, um, the 30th anniversary is legitimately in June. Eric will be in Japan in June, so we'll probably do it here in May. We'll probably plan something out for that. Yeah. Um, so that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, today I, uh, oh yeah, I've just, uh, had a great weekend, you know, opened some cars, had the nephews over, uh, shout out to my brother, Chris. He was running from state to state, uh, like a border, um, for, uh, the sheriff. Um, so he did like a run. So that was really cool. I think it's like a handoff kind of run, but he still ran four miles or whatever. Oh yeah. So that's pretty cool. And then, uh, so the kids were over here, my nephews. So that was crazy to have the kids here all fucking day. It's a <laughs> lot, you know, for my parents. It's a lot for me just mentally because I'm just, it's just a lot to grasp. Even though the kids are amazing. And then Eric's kids were here. Eric was here too. Um, it was a great time. Then I went to, with Natalie, you know, my girlfriend, to their family friend's house with their, their whole family and just kind of celebrated their parents' birthdays and some of their family friends. Uh, that was a fucking great time. Uh, I haven't drank that much and actually stayed up that late for like a air quotes party. I mean, it was a party. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that. It was a fucking party and it was really good. It was a really good time. Um, yeah, I just had a fucking great time. We played a drinking game called King's Cup. Oh, I haven't played it in a while. Um, King's Cup, dude. I got and I got the King's Cup. <laughs> well, thankfully, every, it was like a people coming in and out of the game. So Natalyn and one other person was the only people who like poured in the goblet, which was yeah. just a plastic cup. Um, it was water and then the Modelo Michelada, which I think Micheladas are fucking stupid and so are Bloody Marys because who the fuck likes tomatoes in their drinks? Um, I think they're delicious. No, so many people do. <laughs> my, my fucking, every, I think everyone in Natalyn's family likes them. You know, the girls and shit. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I see the appeal. It's just not for me. Um so yeah, Natalyn poured some of that and then the water, and I was the guy who got the last king card. Oh, so watered down michelada? Yes. Oh, buddy. It, dude, it straight up tasted like Campbell's tomato soup. <laughs> and I was so disgusted. Just uncooked Campbell's tomato soup. Yeah. Oh, and I already God. had like a bunch of Pink Whitney and shit. Shout out to New Amsterdam Pink Whitney. Sponsor the podcast. Um, I sponsor your sales. Um, yeah, so having like my Sprite and Whitney's, you know, all night and then just drinking straight pink whitney for the waterfall card um Fuck. Yeah. yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah i sobered up pretty quick though i was still able to parallel park my truck too i got up and needed more whitney so i went in my truck and then i parked down the street and i was like you know what i'm gonna reverse it all the way back up the hill and parallel park and i did it through this vision reverse i did it was a little it was a little tough though for a second i was like oh yeah i'm like kind of tipsy here not tipsy i was buzzed um but yeah i sobered up really quick it was a great fucking party great time you know stayed at alan's house then me and her parents went to uh lunch at a mexican spot there where they live and uh it was good it was good but at the same time when i was talking to you about this brand and we've kind of been talking about this in general lately it's just that i feel like i could just make this food myself now and i'm not saying like hey come over and make this food like it is nice to go to lunch yeah. i love going to restaurants um, their home, they, uh, served homemade chips and salsa though. That was bomb as fuck. Oh man. Yeah. I'm, I'm a slut for chips and salsa. Dude, I, who isn't? 
who is it, man? I could have just went there for that. Like, I definitely want to try their nachos next time. But this is kind of just uh, something, though, that I've been having a challenge with, with with going out and getting, you know, food to go lately. Yeah. It's just this this idea that, like, probably could have just made something better at home, not only health-wise, you know, or lifestyle-wise. Uh, just better in flavor, too, though. Like, do you do you ever feel that sense of kind of, like, remorse or guilt? Yeah. Or just this... Um, revelation you're like fuck i i could have just done this at home i mean i get that kind of like buyer's remorse when i go out somewhere and i have some really terrible food but like luckily that hasn't happened to me recently so unfortunately i can't share that experience with you but i do understand what you're saying um i make a bomb what's called a bibimbap mm-hmm. uh this is like a korean rice dish and i'll make it at home but Sometimes I feel like, yeah, I could just easily go out and, and, and buy it and, uh, you know, save myself the dishes. I really, I really hate dishes. So I hate cleaning up. Well, I, I hate like cleaning cooking. Up cooking. <laughs> I like cooking more than Natalie and she doesn't mind cleaning up. So it's like a, it's a beautiful thing. It works out, huh? I think, yeah, me and me and Kiels are the same way. Yeah, it's fucking great. I'm like happy to cook. I don't give a shit, but I hate yeah. cleaning up. I mean, but, I, I even try to clean up as I go. So that means, like, by the time I'm cleaning up, it's really not that much, and I still hate it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even if you rinse all your shit. Yeah. And I'm a huge proponent of rinsing. If people don't rinse, then you're dead to me. What do you mean? Like, rinse their dishes. Like, if you're going to leave them in the sink, like, at least rinse it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Find you, not a lot of people do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout, out to, shout out to my old roommates, my family, but yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't do that. No, that's right. drive me fucking crazy. They're never going to listen to this. Yeah, that's true. Damn, I overpaid for that fucking Gyarados and Arcanine. Oh, did you really? I paid 50 bucks. Now they're at 20 and Arcanine's at 13. <sighs> Dude, Maridon's already at 11 bucks. Yeah. full art. That's fucking insane, man. Yeah. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a buyer's market, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of my experience with food lately want to get back to like working it out and shit and trying to drink more water again just really get back to it man um would love to be healthy again you're right right on literally 38 bucks jesus christ okay i'm gonna get that bitch today hell yeah oh yeah buy that bitch yeah i know miriam's yeah. already 70 to 80 bucks yeah she she the mighty's falling hard oh how they have fallen thank god too yeah it's too bad the booster box prices don't fall I had it in my cart on eBay, like old items that have just been saved, like, you know, watch later or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't delete them. I have a Lost Thunder box, booster box, saved for later for 90 bucks. It's gone now. Like, it's sold, obviously. Yeah. But it still shows the listing. And that's almost like a like a moment in time where I can actually prove it to people that booster boxes were dirt fucking cheap at one point. We didn't yeah. realize how good we had it. We had no idea. But also, like, the singles were still dirt cheap unless they was playable. Like, that was an yeah. era where, like, Tapu Lele, you know, from uh, Guardians Rising, like, cards like that were really expensive because they were staples in the TCG. Like, yeah. You know, playing them. But, like, Lost Thunder, what, the Sceptiles and stuff, they weren't worth buying boxes for. I could just buy the Sceptiles and stuff separately. Absolutely. So, I think the I think the main chase you were looking for out of that was, like, Lugia. Correct. And even then, I think... Definitely was... not Zora, uh, Zerora, who's also in that set. That's where the Thunder part comes from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
That was a cool what? era, though, TCG. Yeah, because yeah, that was Sun and Moon. Oh, yeah, because you had Ultra Prism, Celestial Storm, Lost Thunder. Yeah. Where they're doing all the, like, generational sets. I don't remember what Black and White set was. Because they did, they did the first four gens, for sure. Ultra Prism was Gen 4. Ultra Prism was Gen 4. Celestial Storm was Gen 3. Yeah. And then and Lost Thunder was Gen, Gen 2. two. And then uh, Gen 1 was uh, Hidden Fates. It was all Gen 1 cards unless you got the Chinese. Like literally all Gen 1 Pokemon. Um, anyways, back to food and health. <laughs> yeah, man. Hopefully, you know, hitting up this treadmill behind me. Just got to get it set up and cleaned and uh, trying to work on my health. Everything else in life is going really fucking well. Yeah. Like, you know, TCG has been great. We're playing Pokemon TCG Live. And um, yeah, notice been... you, get some, you get some bells behind you too. Yeah, dumbbells. Yeah, so they're twenty pound dumbbells, which isn't much, but when you're a hundred reps in, it feels like the weight of the world on your fucking arms. Absolutely, it's a it's a low weight, um, high repetition, yeah, kind of world you want to live in. Yeah, so I do five sets of twenty five, um, because twenty five at a time feels really good. So then you get back to that, and then up uh, up the weight as well. Uh, I think I'm ready for twenty five or thirty. I've been doing like ten pound jumps, so I started with ten. Went to 20 and then I might just go to 30, but it's going to start, you know, racking up there in a bit, you know, in yeah. terms of the weight. <laughs> oh yeah, it will. I'll do like five. I'm like, <laughs> you know, not like that, but my arms are going to feel that way. Um, so yeah, kind of excited to get back into that. I'm going to go on a trip with Madeline for our one year anniversary and my 30th birthday Oh, to Vegas in July. So really looking forward to that. That's going to be fucking rad. dude. Hottest time of the year, but you know, it should be dope as fuck and I cannot wait. I know we're looking forward to that. Oh, the Super Mario movie comes out this week. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I haven't I'm, seen it. I'm just thinking about, about life. You haven't watched any of the trailers I said? No. You suck. I do. I'm a terrible person. No, you're not. <laughs> um, it looks amazing. It looks so good. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably I'm probably gonna watch it. I highly recommend it. So far the reviews are really good for it. Yeah. Like just a general reaction. Um I knew it was gonna be good. I wasn't worried about it at all. The whole voice thing doesn't matter to me, you know? Um I, I mean I, I totally get it, it's animated. So why not use Chris Martinet? But at the same, I don't even know if I said his last name right. But at the same time, it's like, dude, we're here to sell tickets. Like it's still a business. Like Chris Pratt's name sells way more than the other Chris. No disrespect to him at all, because I think the man's extremely talented as a voice actor. He also voices like fucking eight of the Super Mario characters. Um, but yeah, I just think it's going to be amazing, and I can't wait to see it. So expect a review for that for sure. I'm going to be reviewing that, hopefully with Brian and Eric. Um, big Nintendo guys there. And then um, let's see what else we got coming up. Check out Core Collective. Uh, be sure to do that. There's a Parkway Drive episode on there that me and Eric did. And I, I think these episodes are amazing. Even you, Brandon, when you get a chance. Um, I'm very, very fucking proud of what me and Eric are doing with those. Um, just the conversation we're able to have about music is pretty nuts. Yeah. Like we are definitely musical encyclopedias to some extent, to the, you know, the bands that we love and cherish. And I'm really proud of that too, though, because I think, you know, over the years, not I think I know, you know, we've turned people on to the music we listen to and bands, and people love them, people hate them, but you know, at least they tried listening to something new, and that's the idea with the Core Collective podcast. So, um, a lot of fun stuff coming up. Got Jedi Survivor coming out April 28th on 26th, and uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak expansion coming out for the consoles and Steam April 28th. Uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Check out the Zelda episode with me and Brian last week. 
That was dope as fuck. And it's a 43 minute episode of us discussing a 10 minute gameplay trailer. So I'm very proud of that to be able to have that discussion. And I think, you know, we sound like we're really on the mixed bag, but it's all, it's just the truth that it's going to be a good game, but it doesn't really feel too new. I feel like there's a lot that they need to do to it. On it's, it. it's very familiar. It looks too familiar. Yeah. And I don't want that. Um, but I also could be wrong, you know, and that's one of the things I say on the episode is like breath of the wild one. Um, obviously it looked amazing and the trailers were great and the game is amazing, but once you played it, you're like, Oh fuck, there's like a lot of little small details and things that I can go do that I didn't see in the trailers. So I feel like it's going to be the same process here with tears of the kingdom. And then what else is coming out, Brandon? We got Starfield in September. That's going to be fucking huge. Oh, don't ask me, man. I haven't been keeping up with video games. Well, no, I just mean in general, I, any movies, uh, we got guardians of the galaxy, Godzilla versus Con- or new Godzilla movie. I think next year. Oh shit! Yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of stuff coming up, a lot of just working it out, trying to get those coming back. Kind of took a break from them for a while. Uh, you guys were the last one before we actually record them again. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. It's almost two almost two months without a just working it out. Uh, trying to get back in the groove of things. But uh, yeah, is there anything else you want to add to today's episode? I think we're pretty much solid on this. Um, I mean, my weekend's pretty good. Oh. I got I got Taco Bell at nine o'clock last night, and it was incredible. That's amazing. What'd you get? I got the grilled cheese deluxe box. And how was it? With a root beer. It was incredible. Was a also, root beer? I was also stoned out of my mind, yeah. You got a root beer instead of Baja Blast? I did. Uh, I don't know why. Why would you commit this treason? <laughs> that's, a, that's a treasonous act right there. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, fucked up. I could I could have even gotten uh, the zero sugar Baja Blast, but no, I, I decided, you know, root beer is where You said at. nay. I said nay unto thee. Yeah. The blast of Baja will not do for this occasion. Come hither. I need the (laughs) root beer float. They don't even have those there. Root beer? Yeah, root beer. You need some root beer? I was craving the root beer. Oh. Oh, scheiße. (laughs) Scheiße. (laughs) Went from Old English to German? That's weird. That was kind of weird. It's okay. Well, you're German. I am German. We could talk about your eighth grade photo. (laughs) So, Brandon and I. don't know. So Brandon and his uh, eighth grade photo in the yearbook straight up just looked like a Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> Dude, why? I had a bowl cut. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on, man. And he wore like the you know the the button up shirts like I do, like yeah, the, we... the fucking picnic blankets. Um, yeah, that was pretty nuts. That was when I knew. So I knew I was like, this is my best friend. Yeah, we both wear picnic blankets. Pretty much. That was great on yeah. our bodies. <laughs> That's fucking wild. It wasn't that kind of funny though, how being like an eighth grader and like being like awkwardly chubby, like you're like you default to those shirts. Yeah, I'm still chubby, so I still default to the. No, I haven't worn them in a while. Oh shit, dude, me too. <laughs> no, uh, I just went to Taco Bell at nine o'clock last night. Yeah, Jeez, fuck. fuck, that sounds bomb, dude. Late night Taco Bell is not the worst idea. Yeah, Keely was like, "I want something cheesy. Do you want fourth meal?" And I was like, "I've, I've, I've never fallen in love with someone so much." Right? Like, <laughs> goddamn. That's pretty great. I want some fucking Taco Bell. Taco Bell's you know, one of the places I can still go to and not hate myself. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, what I order there, I, I wouldn't make at home. Or it's just it's just actually not that bad for you. I, I don't know. It, it seems, it seems like, I don't want to say healthier, but it just it's not as... Maybe it's a placebo effect. Well, it's, but it's better not than Del bad. Taco or like McDonald's or Jack in the Box or Carl's or fucking Canes. As much as I love Canes, I was about to pick up Canes before I came here. Yeah. Oh, dude, the Texas toast sounds bomb right now. Yeah, it does. I have some steak in the fridge though. That's what I'm gonna make when you after you 
do your thing. Um, okay, so you Taco Bell. Is there anything else that you want to bring up to the, the masses? Oh, I just got a tattoo. That was really fun. Yes, yes. And uh, how do you like it? I like it. I feel a little bit of like, I love it. Don't get me wrong. But I feel a little bit of buyer's remorse because I could have done something more with like this piece I already had here. How it's like a uh, like a, a dinosaur, yeah, a skeletal could, triceratops head. For yeah, I could have done like a, a skeletal velociraptor or something, but instead I went with a dragon. But I still love it though. Here's the thing, I do have one critique for it. What's up? I actually think it's amazing, and I, I'm glad you went with a dragon instead of a velociraptor. However, I wished personally that the dragon looked more like a Rathian. Yeah, she made it not look too Rathian. The, the most Rathian thing about it is the tail. Yeah, you know what's crazy about it is it doesn't look like a Rathian at all. So it's almost like props to the artist for making a sick-ass dragon. Like the dragon yeah. looks sick as fuck. I love the head. I don't know. I love your... Um, I don't think you should have buyer's remorse, dude. I think it's a really fucking sweet tattoo. Oh, yeah. And it is it's very minimal buyer's remorse just because like yeah. of the, the, the missed opportunity for like a full prehistoric sleeve. But I still love it. Yeah, I think you got to get a T-Rex somewhere in there. I wanted to do what I wanted to do was a T Rex skull right here. Nah, dude, don't do the skull. Do like the fucking T Rex. Actually, funny enough, I want to do Tyranitar. I was just asking if you were gonna do a Pokemon. We'll do a Tyranitar with the pose of Rexy, and it says, "What Pokemon ruled the Earth in the banner?" Fuck. There you go. Or do Tyrantrum. Obviously, you gotta do Tyrantar. You like Tyrantar? I'm just saying. I'm a huge tyrantrum man, obviously. Um, <laughs> Why don't you throw a tyrantrum about it? Fuck! That's good. God damn it. <laughs> um, I actually was going to ask, though, if you were going to do, like, a Pokemon tattoo for that sleeve and kind of just do, you know, you got your dinosaur, you got your monster hunter, and you got your Pokemon. I was thinking Typhlosion, but, you know, Tyranitar works pretty well, too. Especially with that banner. Damn. You could easily do that, too, like, right here on your upper arm. Yeah. Yeah, I might throw it right there. What's that one? Korok. Yeah, I'd probably cover that up. Yeah, I, I need to get it covered up. Yeah, fuck those little guys. <laughs> Stupid bitches. They're fucking gold poop seeds. Ugh, can't believe you collect all 999 and you get a gold poop. That's what me and Brian were talking about, too. Um, fuck those guys. They're pretty adorable, though. Um, all right, so you got your tattoo. It does look fucking fantastic. I can attest. I'm sitting right next to him. Uh, the dragon looks sick as shit. I love it. Thanks, dude. I'm just a little bitch. I would have liked it to be more Rathian. But like I said, it really is a testament to the artist's capabilities, though, with how nice it looks. So really hats off to her. Um, what else you got? Yeah, I just told her straight up. I was like, here's the reference pictures. I want it to be a forest dragon. And she created it on the spot. And then like I didn't see it till day of. And I was like, this, this is perfect. Yeah, no, she did yeah. good. She did really good. But I don't really have anything else, dude. Um, just going on my trip and i would love to do a recording obviously i would love to do this again but i want to do another recording when i get started in my career and let you guys know how the world of cybersecurity is yeah that'd be pretty fucking cool definitely love to have you on um we were we had some couple we had an idea too yesterday that we'll we'll see if it plays out about recording a different type of episode um with the tcg so we'll see if we can pull that off and then uh yeah go from there so yeah, Brandon, thank you so much for being on the fucking podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure as always. Let the people know where you're at. So the, the two listeners who listen, maybe go follow you. Uh, but yeah, let them know where you're at and what, uh, what you got going on. Uh, 
you haven't posted yet, but we're getting there. I'm making you jealous by seeing my photos, so I think you'll get there eventually. Yeah, I am getting some some post jealousy because I'm like, I I'm, I miss posting again, and now that I have some, you better fucking post the Miriam fucking today pulls. and then yeah. ride on tomorrow. Please do it. Please do it. Yeah, dude. Um, you can you guys can find me um on Instagram and TikTok as Brandor the Wizard. Uh, you can find me there, see my old posts, and of course the new posts that I will be getting to eventually. Um, but yeah. I'll make sure to share your profile too in my stories so people can just like literally click on it and then go follow you. I have seen, you know, a couple people follow the pages I post, like Retro Game Men. Shout out to them. Sounds like I said Game Men. It does just sound like you said Retro, retro Game, Men. game Men. <laughs> it still doesn't sound good. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry, Joe and AJ. I am butchering your guys' awesome name because I think it's a fantastic name. Uh, and then David's Game Lounge. Go follow those guys. They're fucking awesome. Um, shout out to them for being fantastic. Uh, just re- vintage retro game sellers. Uh, really awesome businesses. Local businesses to support here in SoCal. Uh, go follow Brandon. Be sure to follow Brian at another vinyl page. Check out the Core Collective podcast if you want to hear me and Eric talk about music. We know what the fuck we're talking about in terms of our fandom, because obviously it's our objective, but objective opinion. Yeah. So uh, check it out, and then uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Almost like this. Looking- <laughs>